We're live. Nice and fast. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. New background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To both you, yes, and uh, everybody, everyone listening. New background, yeah, I'm down in uh, Southern California again, kind of just outside of L.A. at okay. uh, my girlfriend's parents' place, like I usually am each year that we do this, and we do this episode, so this will be a familiar background if you if you watched the show last year. Uh, no John this week. We were supposed to have John, and then he had like last-minute plans and dinners and company, so he got busy. Yep. Um, but it's just been a pretty, probably pretty usual Wednesday, Thursday for you, right? Yeah, pretty much. It is not Thanksgiving here, so nothing changed. Right. Yep. 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 We finally got rain yesterday, which made the air oh. uh, actually breathable. For yeah. like the first time in like two weeks or whatever. I bet it felt good. Like for the first time you could breathe again. Yeah, yeah, you could go outside and, and not start like choking. For those who maybe missed uh, the last show where I talked about this, we were for a day or two there, the worst place to breathe on the planet in, uh, in Northern California, the Bay Area specifically. Yeah. Uh, but no smoke down here. Um, but I will say, Californians cannot drive when it rains, because it rained a bunch, and not only did I have to drive through Thanksgiving traffic, because tons of people go down to LA, to the LA area on yeah. Thanksgiving, um, but it was also pouring, and everyone was real slow. So that took, I want to say, like, for me leaving my apartment, like, nine hours, when Google, oh. when you first type it in, says, like, five and a half gross Six, like maybe. double the time almost almost double yeah that was a at least 1.5 if it's roughly six hours yep yeah i'd yeah. say roughly six probably closer to that for sure gross uh so what's new with you what have you been doing the uh the last in the last week since we spoke it's been siege what's new like well i'll oh, talk wow, about okay. it more when we go into like what yeah I've yeah no i want to just know like more general what's going on with you in the last week man it's been uh, I'm just waiting for some paperwork stuff. I've been dealing with uh, the Canadian government, so it's oh. been fun, but a lot of waiting, <laughs> as I'm sure, sure. you know. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know exactly your scenario, but good luck. Uh, yeah. I can just say working with governments is annoying. And, it's the worst. Takes takes forever. <laughs> Absolutely. But um, that's for sure. And yeah, I'll just I'll talk about when we get into what we've been playing because that's all I've been doing. But that's pretty much all I've been doing as well. I was uh. I was excited to hear more about what this dinner was that John got sprung on him last minute because sounds like it might have been a big deal celebrating Thanksgiving dinner here in Canada or well, something. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't think he ever mentioned it was Thanksgiving related, mm -mm. but maybe he just. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I'm assuming his a bunch of friends just wanted to have a dinner or something like that. Maybe he has like more American friends. Reese is American, right? She is. Yeah. So maybe she wanted to do like a friendsgiving kind of thing because I did I did a, I do a friendsgiving when Canadian Thanksgiving comes around you know here. down here yeah there, so maybe yeah. they wanted to do something similar sure um, could be but yeah so I just I just finished Thanksgiving dinner um, it what was did great. you have you know turkey yep um, ham let's see no no ham okay uh, but we had a, we had a turkey we had a a, a vegan turkey that weird marshmallow turkey, thing yeah we had um. Actually, there was less marshmallows than usual this year, but okay. there was still marshmallows and Jello. Uh -huh. uh, then there was just like creamed corn, um, tons of fruit, which I which I was pretty into. Oh, um, 
There was oh the new one this year was a chili, uh, like like a hot chilies, not uh, bean chili, a okay. chili casserole. Okay. Which I was which was super good. It was just basically eggs, cheese, and chilies, pr- pretty much just like an omelet. Interesting. I, guess. Um, I was into that. Yeah, and then you know sweet potatoes, which I like sweet potatoes quite a bit. Uh, so it was a good time. And then we just spent the last like two, almost three hours playing uh, Jackbox. Okay. Uh, yep. Which was a which was a good time. Um, which one? I'll, I'll was, we played Jackbox one because we wanted some trivia, and that one has the the her family didn't doesn't have five. the The brother was hooking up his computer. They didn't gotcha. have the new one five, so they didn't have um, you don't know Jack, the latest one. But he had we had one through three, and I was like, oh, let's do one because it has you don't know Jack twenty fifteen. Yeah. So we did that. Uh, I had forgotten about trivia murder party, which I think they're going to be playing soon. Uh, I ducked out afterwards. It was, I think we ended up playing six games. My girlfriend won every single game we played nice. by a huge margin. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but just man, you don't know Jack is so good. And going yep. back to that 2015 one, like, it just wants me to like break out my copy of Jackbox One and, and play some more of that. But but we'll get into more of that later. Um, let's do the the formalities. Uh, this is the top down perspective for uh november 22nd uh 2018 Uh, i'm sean booker i'm paul fleck and uh again john's not here he should be here next week um if my audio again is weird it's because i have a different setup if that's not evident for the uh, audio listeners right um but okay yeah so you uh you already you already mentioned it a bit what uh what have you been playing it sounds like siege yeah uh the new operators and the new map are out on the test server so i've been playing a shitload of it basically okay last we spoke you weren't sure what the new attacker can do no i knew what the, i knew an idea we had an idea as the community yeah. what she did based on we like a trailer but we weren't 100% sure so yeah it is uh her name is nomad and it is like an attachment, kind of like Buck's shotgun that you switch to part of your main rifle or whatever. And then it shoots a little like explosive device that just explodes into a giant gush of air to knock down anything that's in the area. Like knock down okay. people in the area. So what this is really good for, we found, is that if there's certain maps where... There's somebody just in that tight corner that you just can't get a shot at because they're, like, perfectly right. wedged in there. You just use yep. that thing, like, a couple times as you're rushing them, and that guy just can't move because he can't shoot or get his gun ready while knocked down. So you just... So is it deployed like a... Like, like a ashes, shot. Yes. Like a shot? Okay, so it's not like a grenade. You're not lobbing something. No, you're shooting and it. Is it, does it. Does it, like, pierce into a wall and then expand, or does it... How does, how does that work? Does it just, like, push as it's moving forward oh yeah no it explodes almost like ashes charge but there isn't like a charge time on it it's like when it makes contact with like a wall or ground it'll puff essentially puff in every direction yeah okay yeah so 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 theoretically if you're looking at like 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 the person's behind a wall or like a like a shield or something maybe like like the deployable shield you can shoot like just beside it to the wall that's behind them to kind of knock them out from behind the deployable shield you would just shoot it above the shield and because it doesn't really shoot them forward it knocks them down on their ass basically 
Um, okay. So what you would do is you would shoot at once as you're rushing them, and then they're down for a second. Then you shoot another one f- so that they're still down, and then by that time you should be able to knife them or shoot them. Right. So it doesn't actually move them at all. It just knocks them down. It knocks them down, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Interesting. It can be used on friendlies and herself as well, as in, like... sure. If you shoot it to at somebody while you're rushing them and you are in the area of effect, you will get knocked down and it'll look funny because two people okay. will just be knocked down rushing to get their gun, right. basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so do you like her? Do you like this, this, um, this nomad? So she is hilarious, first of all, because it's really fun seeing people fall down a bunch of times and they get knifed. Right. Uh, yeah. There's no way that she's going to, like... She's an instant ban in pro league because she's too strong at, at the way it is. Not oh, at the moment, okay. Because a defenders that get hit with her thing, you just can't do anything about it. You are fucked. Like you are a sitting duck for like a good three seconds. So she has to get nerfed a bit right now. Maybe nerfed a bit, but like she's definitely just going to be a ban. Like she's an instant ban in pro league people for pro league people. Because nobody's gonna want to play against that shit, which makes right. her fun. Uh, so, well, I mean, yeah. people just need to come up with strategies against it. Yeah, they will too. Uh, I think some things so far people have found is that her deployment thing, like her special ability, doesn't work through walls because why would it? Like the wall would obviously like take the gust of air and not hurt you behind it. So, like right. she has like things. I'm sure you could play around, but. As of right now, it's just been people, like, throwing each other on the ground over and over, and it's been kind of hilarious. I'm sure it'll work right. out in the wash. What happens if you shoot it at a shield? Does it do anything? Uh, as far as I can tell, the shield will shield you from the air blast, so people just have been shooting beside it, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, will it still go off, though? Like, yeah. Will it hit the shield and then cause an... Uh, the the blast but Around i just won't get it. hurt yeah okay. yeah no it doesn't right, cool. do any damage at all it is just right. to yeah, yeah. yeah get people knocked down and then the opposing defender is kaid and his thing is a little better than we had originally thought yes you can basically band it or electrify the like top uh the like roof patches that you can reinforce when now. you reinforce yeah yeah but what it actually is it's like an area of effect thing so you can actually just like if there's two walls that are close to each other and they both have reinforcements on it and you put like right in between them his gadget it'll electrify both walls at the same time so he's actually just a better bandit is what oh, he okay. is uh interesting well then why would anyone play as bandit so what bandit's thing is quicker like Bandit putting his thing on can electrify thermites before they go off and stuff. Kaid's thing takes like a good couple second charge up before it goes off. So like the pro strats will still run Bandit because first of all they like his gun, but more importantly they can uh, get the electrical down like in a pinch. As soon as they hear somebody setting up, they can like put their thing down and then destroy their gadgets and whatnot and you can't do that with this guy this guy is very much like okay you set up at the beginning and that's just where it is from now on you're not gonna be oh, can bandit with move his thing around yeah oh i didn't know that i definitely yeah. just set it up and was like well that's that <laughs> yeah so 
you might like this guy better because he is uh that's that kind of guy and if you like sure. position his thing properly like a lot of people have also been electrifying a whole bunch of um like a couple walls and the what is it called the like razor wire by throwing his by going yeah. underneath and throwing it on the roof so like it's all electrified and nobody can see where the uh actual electricity source is because it's not in the like objective room it's underneath it okay so, so like okay. there's cool things you can do to set up but he is very sure. much a setup person um and his gun his one gun is okay they both have this uh magnum as their secondary with a scope on it and it's like super fun it's just a really re it's funner than their main gun to use that thing because it does like 50 damage per hit and it has like a scope so wow, it's okay. just dope yeah right yeah, yeah yeah and uh the new map is fun it's a moroccan fortress themed thing and it's is it big yeah, it's pretty big. I guess I, I prefer smaller stages myself. I guess the like big thing about it is that there's a lot of like terraces that you can like have kind of a roof that you can stand on. You don't have to repel as much. There's a lot of like being able to go to the second floor off of a a staircase and then breach from there and even the third floor. So I guess that's like the big thing, but otherwise it's pretty much what you would expect from um, one of these maps it's convoluted in its own way that wouldn't make sense for a real architect to make because it's for a video game but other than that sure it's neat <laughs> okay yeah okay yeah i'm always a big a fan of the smaller stages um even like um what was the last stage that they put out um it, it was in like the pavelas kind of uh villa no not villa like um what was the stage that came with the last two characters with uh the shield girl and oh uh, oh my god you know like the south american kind of looking one right yeah with uh oh my god it's what's got that name? it's got that Cl one section where yeah it's got that one section where there's like a really tiny room at the top that you have to defend Anyway, I just, I always liked uh, when we had to defend or attack that one tiny room in, like, the middle of the map at the top. Right, they didn't get a map. They got a re... Oh. They got a redesign of an old map, Hereford Base. Okay, then they must have just, like, put in this map on its own or something, because I definitely... It came in with some update. I don't know. Anyway, okay. not a big deal. Sure. Uh, you been playing anything else? Uh, I've been playing more of that Konami P-Cross game. I'm at about seventy okay. something percent, and wow! All right, and it's free, right? You've put no money yeah, into this? Not, not a single penny. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. There's so many puzzles, <laughs> and like a lot of That's them good. are useless, but like, who cares? It's about it's just more P-cross. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I mean, at some point, you will have done like every combination of P-cross puzzles there could be. Yeah. But they're just making it a different picture, and you forgot. So who even cares at this point? That's exactly that's exactly right. Uh, oh, Warframe. Warframe came out on the Switch, so I tr booted that up and tried a bit. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was out already. Yeah. Uh, I was bummed out that I didn't have the stuff that I had because it doesn't use the same account. Um, oh, weird. That's got to be coming though, right? So here's the thing: you can migrate your PC one to the Switch. 
but then that's it and i'm i don't want that i want my pc account so weird is there any kind of crossplay, or are you only playing with switch owners uh only switch owners from what i can tell i stopped playing it though and just started playing the pc version because that's where my stuff is basically and right, okay. I, I don't want to migrate it so i guess like that's i was gonna put this in news but it wasn't really news i just give people a warning now if you're into warframe you can do the migration but as far as i can tell and as far as people are saying it is a one-way migra- uh migration from pc to switch so just be sure that that's what you want <laughs> just as a head that up. feels like something that they, that they will fix address later yeah like give it like three or four months and it's like hey it is now cross-platform. It is cross-everything. You can use your account. I yeah. mean, we've seen it on Fortnite. It's got to be coming. I mean, it's because, like, the reason I'm baffled that is it isn't there already is because you have to sign into their own proprietary thing. Like, it's not like my Steam account, right? Steam hooks well, into you, their thing. Well, you have thing. to do that with Fortnite as well. You sign into yeah. your uh, Epic account. Yeah, exactly. Like, there should be no reason why that stuff can't transfer oh. over. Right. They were probably just like all hands on deck I making the so. Switch version work. Yeah. That it's like, you know, it's 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 on the roadmap or whatever. They're not Although a huge studio, I, I, so. Are they not? I was just about to say, I would assume that they are, because Warframe is pretty big, isn't it? Uh, It was bigger, but like it's not bad for a free-to-play market. It's definitely no Fortnite. They're probably mid-tier, I would say. I, well, I mean, nothing is Fortnite. <laughs> nothing is Fortnite, yeah. They're about mid-tier. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll probably like check it out just to give it a try because you know having playing stuff like that on the Switch is cool. I tried Paladins on the Switch that you know that was fun. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. Okay, I've been uh, dipping my toes in a few different things. Um, I played some Hitman Two. Uh, actually, I beat Hitman Two. Okay. Um. So you finished the uh, like main objectives or whatever the main story. Yeah. So the so there's five maps. Yeah. Uh, plus. I guess a tutorial map, so there's like five and a half maps. Sure. Um, you know, discounting the tutorial, um, the first three maps I played like two or three times because as soon as you finish them, they're like, "Hey, why don't you give it a try again?" Like, it's the whole idea is you want to play them again. Yeah. Um, which definitely stems from the episodic model of the previous game, where it's like this is all you have for the next like month or two. You might want to play it again. You spent money on this on this pack. Well, they um, do the challenge mode thing too, and that's been a thing. Like kill this guy using this suit and this weapon and stuff. And there's also online communities where you can like download randomizers for that stuff too. For people that sure, yeah, no, there's there's it. tons of challenges. Yeah. Um, I basically just kind of stuck with following the um story missions. Sure, because I I enjoyed that. They usually set me up for a pretty goofy way. Uh, or, you know, whatever, a pretty fun thing to do. Sure. So for the first three maps, I did those like two or three times, getting, you know, six to nine assassinations, depending on how many targets there were. And then the last two maps, I only played through once. Um, specifically, the second last map, I wasn't a huge fan of. It's just kind of like a neighborhood. Um, and uh, I kind of wanted to just kind of get through the game to see it all. And I was like, I can come back later. I don't know. I don't think I am. Okay. Um, but also that second last map, it's you. There's two targets you have to kill, and then you need to like collect three things of evidence and like analyze the evidence. So it's just kind of like a lot of repeating stuff. Even if I do the assassinations in a different way to finish the map, I need to do all this other nonsense, and it's like that I just kind of don't want to. 
Sure. Uh, the last map is real cool. Um, there is a, uh, you know, s- slight, slight spoilers. Not really. There's a random character in there. He's an archaeologist and his name is Blake Nathaniel. And he's voiced by Nolan North. Okay. Right. Because it's Nathan Drake. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, and that was just like, this is delightful. Like this is cause you know, I'm, I'm hanging around this character. I'm stalking him and I'm like, is that, is that Nolan North? And it's like, Oh, it totally is. And it's like, wait, what was his name again? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this is great. I'm happy to hear that. Um, fun game. Good from start to finish. I definitely, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I probably will go back and play some of those, uh, Hitman one stages just cause I know people, you loved some of those stages for sure. Yeah. Uh, and now that I have a better grasp on it, I'm, I'll probably go back and play some of that. I feel like I have to clarify something from last week too. Uh, if you do own the original Hitman from 2015 or 16, I can't remember which. It 16. Is. It is 16. You do get those for free, but the way you get them is you have to install that version of Hitman first, and then there's an update that you download, and then that patches those levels into Hitman 2 for you, uh, the legacy stuff or whatever. I thought I think you just get all of Hitman 1 when you buy Hitman 2. Right. Like I said, if you had Hitman 1. No, no, I don't think you need to have had Hitman 1. But I did. So if you have Hitman 1, it just it doesn't just give you those. You can buy a version of Hitman 2 without them and then buy them after if you wanted to. I don't know why anybody oh, okay. would. Because the, Cheap, cheaper. The I legacy guess? bundles like 10 bucks or something. So like I think you save 10 bucks. If you don't, but I, like I would just say you should <laughs> just pay the normal you price. Actually, you know what? Here's 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 a reason I could see someone not buying the first stages again. What if they wanted to switch uh, consoles? Consoles, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very true. So, yes, that there's weird options for it, but I think that's smart for sure. Continue yeah. no, that. No, it's thing. a it's a it's a good yeah it's a good chunk of content for sure. Yep. Um, I also played the first elusive target. Sean Bean is out. Oh, okay. uh, he dropped Tuesday, I believe. Um, and I don't know if I'm into elusive targets. It's kind of just a bit more stressful than I want to play Hitman. <laughs> okay. Like I said, I was save scumming my way through things. Sure. This one, you cannot save scum. You kind of have to go with it. So they put you in the first stage of the racetrack. Sean Bean's there. They, they put me in tons of scenarios where I could kill him, but there were so many people around and like getting to the point where I had, like, the right costume. I was, like, constantly alerting guards, and it was just like, oh, crap. <laughs> so uh, it, it got to the point where I was like, this has gone so, like, south. Yeah. I just shot him in the head and ran away. Because <laughs> I'm not going to just take it as a loss. Because then I cause, like, you can only play it, like, the one time. Yeah. So I was like, all right, screw this. You're dead, and I'm running. Like, yeah. I j- it was just the most unclean kill I've had in the entire game. Um, at the end of the day, everybody just shoots and runs at some point, so you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I kind of wish they had. They do give you a story mission to follow along things, but it, they literally just will say like, "We'll get you in the room," and they get you. They get you in the room with him real quick. But there's like six other people there, and it's like, oh crap! And he's like always surrounded. Yeah. So I guess it just takes like a better hitman player than I currently am, or more thought that I wanted to put in there at the time. Um, I've seen some of that online uh, multiplayer, and that community is gross. They're too good. 
Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm like almost worried because yeah. I, again I have my friend. He's into Hitman, and we I want to try it out with him. But he, I just know he's gonna be so much better than I am. And I also know I'm a terrible Hitman player who saves comes my way through it, okay. which I will not be able to do with this. So it's gonna be me just like tripping over myself in front of guards. Yeah. While he's like getting all these like silent assassination kills, and just gonna be like, why am I even doing this? It's crazy. It's like they've like they've played the game so much that they basically just like take a shot at the target or whatever and then just somehow disappear into the shadows forever. It's like what the fuck? How do sure. you like not catch all these people's attention? They like find the moment where somebody's head turns and they shoot and leave. I mean, to be fair, this is also a world where you can put on any costume and everyone's yeah. just like, "Oh yeah, you look totally normal." Like I totally believe this. Like yeah. It is a goofy world anyway. Um, but yeah. So good game. I, I recommend it. It's a, it's a fun thing to check out. For sure. I, I was also kind of glad that it's a it can be a short game. Because I was able to just kind of blast through it. Because yeah. I have so many games to be playing. Um, such as I played a bunch of Jackbox 5. Yeah. I had some people over last week. Um, I am so happy that You Don't Know Jack is back. Yep. Like it was such a delight just hearing cookie again and being like yeah this is this is where you belong however um having played that and then playing jackbox one just just tonight um i think i might prefer the old jackbox better because they just had they had like um you know wrong answers of the game and the screw attacks are better i'm not a huge fan of the screw attacks in the new one um they're more inventive and like phone specific because everyone's using their phones now um but there's stuff like they'll switch all the answers upside down or they'll take all the vowels out. And it's like, these aren't, this isn't difficult. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Uh, and then there's funny ones like they'll change your name, but that doesn't do anything. Like it adds a couple extra seconds on it, but there's no longer like a penalty for answering slowly and stuff like that. So I think I still prefer the older, you don't know, Jack's, uh, format. Um, but it is still, you know, the core of you don't know jack is still there cookie is still funny you're still getting goofy little intros to each uh stage they got dis or dat they got jack attack you know there's there's stuff in there that you expect yeah uh which which i'm happy to see and it was it was really like it was really hitting some nostalgia strings for me getting to play that again uh, but it, honestly it really just made me want to go back to that like 20 what was it 2011 2012 ish yeah, that one on there. like PS3 and 360. Yep, that came up for like 20 bucks. Like, that is such an awesome game. Yep, they really. And really I just is. wish that was backwards compatible. Cause like, and I was explaining this to my friends who who some of them had no knowledge of you don't know Jack because they only played Jackbox. Sure. And then some, and a couple of them have known heard about you don't know Jack. Um, but I'm explaining like the 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 2011 or 2012 one, whatever it was. That one, like, it had, like, continuity between the episodes. Like, things would happen to, like, the number four for the round four. Like, I remember at one point the number four gets killed. Yeah. And then he, like, then they have, like, a, a funeral for the number four in, like, the next episode. And then it, like, comes back as a zombie. Like, there are, it, yeah. it's such a fun, delightful thing. I wish that one was on backwards compatibility uh, or just, like, bring it back in some way. It's it's really quite great. Yep. Um, it's really fun. Did you play any of the other ones? I really like. Yeah, that I did. So I, I avoided the Angry Birds one. I had watched people play that, and that just seems like how did this make it into a Jackbox game? Yeah. Um, I forget the name of it. It's like Fling something like that. 
because you're just you're like flinging your character. No, it's, it's literally a it's mini game. Zeeples or whatever, Zeeple Dome or something, isn't it? Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's you're right. I don't know what I'm thinking. Um, but it's you are flinging your character yep. like it's Angry Birds style. But it, it's a mini game. Like yep. it's it's an actual mini game. It's not a creative thing. It's it is such a non Jackbox thing. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Yep. It's um, like a flash game. It's yeah, super it's, odd. it is super strange, and it's I just don't like it. Maybe and and it's weird because if this like it makes me think like are they running out of ideas? Yeah. Um, which I don't think so because I don't the other games aren't sequels, right? What else do they have in there? They have the robot rapping one, Mad which is City. That one's fantastic. Yeah, it's that like the good, so good new take on Mad Libs. Like it's real good. Yeah, yeah, it is very, it is very good. Um, so that's three we've said so far. Split the room. Uh, I really split the like. room is good. It's just would you rather, right? Yeah, that's that one's fine. And I love the aesthetic with the cat in the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that's great. It's real. And good. what's what's the fifth? Oh, one? my favorite one, patently stupid. That one is also I quite good. It. It's like the new drawing one. Yeah. Um, I love getting to present and yeah. like it putting the thing how you want it to. Uh, like saying, I want to have the name first, then I want to have the drawing, and here's the tagline. And like you, that that one lends itself to so much good comic timing. It's really good. Yep. So Jackbox Five, it is it is a strong pack. Yeah. It I is. love all the games a lot, but I think it has the worst game in it like yet and i hate bracketeering but at least bracketeering allows for some creativity yeah um or whatever maybe it wasn't bracketeering whatever the bracket one was called um but yeah the zeeple dome is is weird and i, I don't know but anyways uh strong I, th- yeah. I think it's better than four i was oh, pretty for disappointed sure. with four i refunded four i didn't like four at all wow okay yeah okay. this i thought was at an absolute blast i love five that's another interesting thing about the you know the new you don't know Jack is they're not split up as episodes. Yeah, which I guess makes them, it does make it longer to play. But I never finished all the episodes anyway, so I wasn't like needing more. Sure. Um, but that's how that's how you miss out on things like the continuity and whatnot. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, what else have I been playing? Reigns Game of Thrones. Uh, that's on sale right now. Uh, you know, picked it up. I've been picking up a ton of stuff on Black Friday. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, actually, let me just talk about this one deal I found this morning. I'm pretty sure it was a price error. I got Diablo 3 on Switch for $17. Yeah, that seems like a price error. Yeah, I'm starting to think, because even when I walked in, because people, people were tweeting about it, and I was like, that's a pretty good deal. I didn't really want Diablo 3, but like $17 is yeah really good. Um uh went into the store it was still marked as 60 and asked like hey can you scan this just to double check came up as 17 i was like i'll buy it for that price for sure (laughs) in my mind this is is what i think happened i think they were supposed to mark it down 17 bucks off yeah because 43 is kind of a common price i've seen um but uh they put 17 instead so i'm happy to take advantage of that and i got it right here so that's a that's another good deal but yes anyways uh the Bakesler in the chat says, yeah, I picked up the two Reigns games due to the sale. I believe one and Her Majesty are a dollar right now. Ooh. And then Game of Thrones is a dollar off. Okay. Which makes it like, th- uh, it either makes it three bucks or four bucks. I can't remember what it launched at. Um, I can't, rec- I can't recommend the Reigns games enough. Yeah, they're good. They're one of my favorite phone games. They're, they're so well designed, expertly written. Um, I'm not a big Game of Thrones fan. Me neither. Um, so I'm definitely missing out on some references, 
but I know enough through just osmosis that I I'm still having a good time at this. So like a character will pop up and it's like, oh, I have heard of Jon Snow. Sure. I know he's special or something. Oh, I have heard of Daenerys. I know she's something with dragons. Like I, I know just the bare minimum. Yep. And that is that is good enough for me. Um, because I will say though, I bl- I, th- I think this game spoils some plot threads. Um, it's hard for me to know exactly. I have because, heard this. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's hard for me to know exactly because I don't follow the show. So I don't know if what they're saying is like a big surprise or it was a big reveal at one point. So if you're like halfway through the show, maybe don't play this game. That's probably what I would recommend. Somebody said um, it spoils the last episode of the last season that aired so far. <laughs> so right. like, yeah, I, maybe. I, I don't know what that is. Maybe. I, I, yeah. I couldn't tell you. I, I don't can't know. confirm either. But that's um, kind of funny. If you're someone like me who doesn't care about Game of Thrones, you like the Reigns games. Yeah, this is a this is an awesome Reigns game. They've added some new mechanics. Um, winter can come, which will change how you can like interact with people and stuff like that. Sure. Um, you get to now choose who you start as as the king or queen each time you die. There's nine different characters. As opposed to just starting as you are the new king, you are the new queen. It's hey, do you want to start as Jon Snow being on the throne this time? Or do you want to start as Tyrion being on the throne this time? And it doesn't actually change much at all. You'll get a few different like um, unique things. Like, you know, some people aren't happy that you ended up on the throne. Doesn't really matter. Right. Um, but that's just kind of fun because it, it does unlock a few little kind of uh, special um, interactions when other characters that I guess have a relationship with the character show up. Sure. Um, that's fun. Uh, it does a, good, a better job of kind of explaining what like the power-ups and stuff will do um which i like for sure um i also really like it um on my new uh, iphone 10s uh because since that has the haptic feedback in it uh, i kind of get the rumble with the cards shuffling and stuff oh, like that nice. so that's just a because i didn't get any of that before but now when they like add new cards it's like flick 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 and i, and I kind of i like that quite a bit Bakesler also wants to mention that the two monument valley games are also a dollar right now and i would Ooh. recommend both of those quite highly as well i think i'll pick those up because i do not have those those are both really good games short but like a, like a quality time and a dollar right like it's a dollar yeah exactly yeah uh oh, oh one for you because uh, i only saw the sale on android uh the latest the room game uh, old sins is a dollar 50 right now oh okay. on android so look into that I'm, yeah i'm um, doing that right now actually uh, which that's the only one I haven't played yet. It's been on my phone for a bit. I definitely plan to pick that up. Um, but yeah, so so far, uh, Reigns, Game of Thrones, uh, I'm liking it quite a bit. Um, it's it's more Reigns. So even if you're not interested in Game of Thrones, don't let that dissuade you. I think this is still a quality Reigns product. Damn, the new one isn't on sale yet, though. The new one, which the Room Three, still. That's not the new one. That's still five. The new one is called. Okay, the new one is called the Old Sins. It's like the sins. fourth one. Okay, it's probably in here somewhere. Okay, I can send you a link later because I found I have like a link of um yeah, or a I'm... website was like collecting all the uh, mobile deals. I can I'll shoot that to you later. Gotcha. Um. Uh, okay, and last game I uh, can't talk about this one a ton just because I haven't played enough. Uh, but I've started Moonlighter on my Switch. Okay. Uh, and that game is so charming. It is like yeah. I love the way it looks. It, you know, it's it's pixel art, um, which you know, some people are tired of. 
Switch is almost like my pixel art platform at this point. Yep. Like, I play so much pixel art stuff on there. Um, the animation's super fluid. Um, I love the music. Like, yep. I absolutely love the music. That is definitely doing so much for me. The dungeon music, the, uh, the town, everything about it is just really great. I just love the whole atmosphere of the town, like, when it's at night and, like, the lights are shining and people are just kind of hanging out. Uh, that game is Reketeer. Yeah, like it is. top to bottom, that game is just like a new Reketeer. Yep. It almost seems like why didn't more people not mention Reketeer when Moonlighter first came out? Why wasn't I hearing Reketeer being said? Because it's it almost seems like a ripoff of Reketeer. It's like it's it's that game again. Yeah. Which is fine for me. I'm a fan of Reketeer. Um. So I'm definitely, uh, and I was kind of reading some like because uh, I was getting confused. Like, why weren't people talking about this? And I searched like. Reketeer versus Moonlighter, and it seems like this is like a, an updated, uh, like a better version of Reketeer. So that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, so I haven't played a, t- a ton of uh, Moonlighter, but I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, Moonlighter, you play an item shop salesman, who at night, or I guess you can go to the dungeons at any point during the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say at night you'll get different stuff, but you can go to these dungeons at night to fight monsters. Um, it then turns into like a top-down, uh, very Zelda-like yep. uh, combat system. Um, but actually, no, it maybe closer to like a like a hyper light drifter kind of because you know you got like the du- like the dive, the dodge. Um, it's like it's a it's faster than a top-down Zelda's combat. Sure, I would say yeah. Um, so you're fighting monsters, you're breaking chests, you're getting like materials, and then you can come back to your shop and put them out on display for a, whatever price you want. And then when you open your shop, characters will come in and they'll emote at each item. And based on the emote, it'll get logged in your um, little guidebook, which I really love this feature. Um, you can basically find out, oh, at this price, they're angry. At this price, they're kind of just disappointed. At this price, they're happy. At this price, they're like super excited. And that kind of tells you, oh, this is way too much. This is a little pricey. You figured out the exact price. Oh, it's really cheap right now. Yeah. Um, And it logs that all for you. You don't need to like note it down yourself and like keep a notebook. So that's that's really fluid. And I love that part. Yep. Um, And then, you know, the characters are telling you things are the market will change. You'll need to like change prices based on like... um, uh, want and need of a product, uh, so I haven't gotten into any of that so far. Uh, one thing um, that I'm I haven't figured out yet, and maybe you can answer it for me: What is the point of sleeping? Because you can go to sleep, and why would I do that? Why would I? Why wouldn't I just like go back into the dungeon? I think that just passes time, right? In case you wanted to like keep selling or something. I don't know. I just okay. So it's just it's just a way to like speed up the night's cycle instead Basically. of just waiting it out yeah okay okay that, that that makes sense then sure um and even actually one more relation to reketeer reketeer is the name of the item shop you own in reketeer moonlighter is the name of the item shop you own in moonlighter so this yeah. is reketeer 2 basically oh they know um, for sure yeah they yeah they must like it is yeah. so anyway uh that's uh that's all I've really been playing. Uh, so if that's all you've been playing, why don't we go on to some news? Sure. Uh, so I'll start this one off. The Steam Award nominations are live. What this basically means is that if you have a Steam account, you can go ahead to store.steampower.com 
or on your like Steam launcher or whatever, go to their store, click on the Steam Awards thing or go slash Steam Award nominations if you're on a browser. And uh, there's eight categories that you can go ahead and choose just what you have in your Steam library for that you want to get some recognition in the awards or whatever, because that's how Steam does things. They don't do a per year basis. They just be they're just like every year, just like tell us what you played this year, basically. Like what's the popular game of this year? That like we what's offer. the popular VR game of this year? The, yeah. So right. their categories are game of the year, uh VR game of the year. The Labor of Love Award, which is, it's been out for a while, but it gets updated regularly, and uh, they keep, like, putting stuff into it. Okay, hang on. Hang, let's let's take a step back. Let's. This is totally going to be shot in the dark. Why don't we just make a guess for each one? <laughs> oh, my God. So right? You can't, so it's so hard, because the, it's not No, I know, that's why it's like, this is totally shot in the dark. Okay, what do you think the Steam game of the year is? Is Red Dead on Steam? It's not. Neither is Spider-Man okay. or God of War. Okay. Uh, I don't think it matters. It's Dota 2, right? It's probably like Counter-Strike. You're going to go Counter-Strike? Okay, I'll go Dota 2. Okay, hold up. Let VR me... Game of the Year is... Um, uh, what's the what's this lightsaber one? Beat Saber. I mean, that's what I put, even. Because it's the only name I recognize out of, like... What... That's, that's a Steam one, right? Yeah. Although, I think Moss is on PC now. I don't know if it's on Steam, but I understand Moss is on there. So there's another Steam one. Yeah. Uh, there's another PC one, I should say. Okay, Labor of Love. What What is this one again? This one is, it's been out for a while, and this is a game that developers keep putting stuff out on, or, like, updating. This, this is so weird, because, again, yeah, it has to be a Steam game, because I would have said, like, Overwatch. Oh, that's not on Steam. That's not on Steam, yep. <laughs> yep. So it's like, this is such like a weird, it's like, you can only pick Steam games, and it's like, well, I guess it is a Steam, it's, it's just weird to think of, like, I'm going to ignore all these, like, major games. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's what's your labor of love award? Who who do you give it to? Me? I give it to Siege. Yeah, I'll give it to Dota Two. Yeah, it's probably Dota Two because they had that big patch that just came out on like Tuesday or Monday. Monday. So, best developer award, whether it was by listening to the fans, creating something genuinely unexpected, or just delivering on the promise of a truly great game, this studio absolutely crushed it in 2018. This is a weird category. This one's hard. <laughs> this was very hard. Because you would want to think maybe, like, it's a studio that puts out lots of games, but it could also just be like, what's the most popular game? Oh, it's that studio, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I kind of wish I could see like the past years who has won the best developer award. I actually have no idea. Um, you know, Ubisoft is probably a good one because they put out a ton. Sure. The one I could see being the Ubisoft. one I chose for myself was IO Interactive because I really like the Hitman games. I really like what they did about incorporating the first stuff into Hitman Two for free, okay. and I just thought that was very okay. cool. That's here's why I don't think I would win. I feel like oh, nobody is playing Hitman. I don't too. care if it wins. This is I'm telling you oh, no, my for sure. picks. For sure. No, no, that, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I'm just I'm just vocalizing this other thing I've noticed when I, when looking up information on Hitman 2 like about how to get a specific achievement, I feel like nobody is playing Hitman 2 and it has me worried that they are not going to be able to make a Hitman 3 because yeah. they were barely able to make a Hitman 2. Totally. To that's why I thought it was like big of them to include the first game basically. It's just like you guys are not popular it as it is you could have charged for this possibly 
<laughs> they were they were probably like looking at what they were doing and they were like how do we our back is against the wall how do we make this more enticing yeah. we'll give you our last game for free please buy this second one we need this to sell it's so sad uh, yeah it is very sad. stuff of sunny in the chat says i nominated the guy who made stardew that's a very good that's a fucking real good choice that's true because that one it got a multiplayer this year didn't it and a number of updates yeah that game's fun how about the undertale guy because that got a not on steam but it did get another game well yeah i don't think he'll get it but yeah i could see somebody choosing him the stardew one is a good one that is that's a good this one n- okay best environment this one's hard because <laughs> this is just anything that's on steam right best environment like what game has the best environments i put i tried to keep all of these to be 2018 for myself that was my challenge to me because sure i don't yeah i i would be surprised if like any of these games are 2018 games i don't think they i think the only ones that can be or should be are game of the year and vr game of the year but i don't think they will be either necessarily uh i put shadow of the tomb raider because i've been picking away at that still and that game is all environment it's fucking beautiful okay okay um there's no way this will win it, but the one that popped into my head is I played through the Division One this year, and I thought that game was gorgeous. Okay. It is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. In like the wrong way. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just yeah. talking about the environments. Like sure. I thought it looked so nice, and I was playing on an Xbox One S. Uh, yeah, that was a good looking game. The Better with Friends Award. So this is an award that has always been my favorite that I don't think gets enough talk in any game of the year stuff. This is just the like this game might be dog shit, but when you're playing it with people, it's just great. Like it's fucking sure. fantastic. Uh, for so wait, is this supposed to be like best multiplayer game, or is it actually supposed to be like there is a significant change when you add other friends, or does it not even matter and it's probably just going to end up being what's the best multiplayer game? It's probably going to be just what's the best multiplayer game. I would like okay. to think that it is actually just a better game with friends and almost unplayable single player. Because that's that's kind of an interesting category. Yeah. I just can't see them putting that. No, like, totally. It's also a very kind of a specific category. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? Yeah, I chose Vermintide too. Because I hate playing that solo, but I love. Yeah, that that wouldn't be great. So that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I don't even think you can play Jackbox by yourself. <laughs> Now that I think about it, I think it's all two and up. That's a good Although, point. Jackbox 1, you can play You Don't Know Jack with by yourself with the, that one. So there's there's that. I don't know. Um, better, I mean, it's probably going to just be like Dota 2 again, right? Probably. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's my answer. Yeah, probably. Uh, best alternate history? I couldn't think of something for this one for me, so I put Yakuza 0. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Okay, those who cannot remember the past are doomed to repeat it. Those who remember it just fine, but prefer to reinvent it, are doomed to get this award for 2018's most entertaining tinkering with the history books. So is this supposed to be like a remaster? This is usually the Wolfenstein Award, basically. Okay. Okay. So that with that, with that, it makes me think not a remaster, like almost a reboot which i guess makes sense that that would be you know tinkering with the history books so kind of best reboot mm-hmm. um what did you give it to did you say i just gave it to yakuza zero. Oh right yakuza zero yeah. okay that's yeah that's a good one 
Um, I don't. I can't see Wolfenstein like getting it again. No. If it did get it last year, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know either. I have I have no idea. Uh, right, <laughs> this is an actual I, hard one. Best reboot. Um, see, and, and most of the things that are coming to mind are all uh, remasters, like the the ba- Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, Starcraft. Those are all remasters, reboots. I guess I'll just go with Wolfenstein again. There's no way it gets it, but I can't think of anything else. So they didn't actually have this one last year. I just picked up last year's. Uh winners and stuff and this wasn't a category this is a new one interesting in which case wolfenstein might actually win it <laughs> well, yeah I, it, it should deserve it yeah yeah it's true i agree and then the most fun with a machine award whether it's car truck robot other mechanized contraption the winner of this award fired on all cylinders engineering an unforgettable gameplay experience made possible by machines i don't understand this category for a second there, it made me think of, like, wait, is this game of the year? But now it has to be very machine-focused? Yeah. I put Wreckfest because racing while damaging cars is fun. Okay. Um. H- human Fall Flat. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a pretty good one. I don't I don't know. This is a very odd category. Uh There's I I'm of two minds when I when I see categories like this. Okay. I like the uniqueness. Yeah. That's that's fun. It's going to be different. But then they're going to put a game in there that is just like <clears throat> okay, I mean, sure. What like whatever. Like I don't care really about the answer cuz it seems like the the category's like kind of shoddy at best. Yeah. I don't know. You want to? Qu- I kind of wish. I kind of wish there was like, they had like five to pick from. Like they picked five, so I could I could kind of like well, get in their headspace a bit more with where they're going. Well, that's what like they're going to quell it down from all the responses, right? And then those are what we would vote on. Right, but yeah. this one inherently is going to be what Weird. the community yeah. is interpreting it as. I kind of wish I <laughs> could really understand how they interpret it as, and then I could be like. Oh, yes. I see what you're trying to get at, and I think it's the second game. So, you know what I mean? when you actually do this, and I can't tell you now because I have mine in, it, like, when you're actually choosing a nomination, it actually says games that you own that are suitable for this nomination. Oh, okay. Okay, that's interesting. I'm not going to hit the login button right now. I don't want to do no, all that. I wouldn't but bother. That, that is, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. And then if your game, that just gives you some ideas, and then from there you can just search and then put in whatever game you want that is on steam essentially you don't have to own sure the games right so. no i think i think that's exactly how they should do it that's cool yep you want a quick rundown on the 2017 awards and winners just because we're talking about it y- yes please okay. okay the choices matter award went to witcher 3 the mom's spaghetti award went to PUBG. The labor of love. I don't, I don't remember what that means. Me, but okay, yeah, me neither. And I don't actually. Although I remember the name, like we definitely talked about this like a year ago. Yeah, the labor of love award went to Warframe. The suspension of disbelief award went to Rocket League. The the world is grim enough. Let's all just get along. Award went to Stardew Valley. The okay. The no apologies award went to The Witcher One. 
The Defies Description Award went to Gary's Mod. The Cry Havoc and Let Slip the Dogs of War Award went to Just Cause 3. Makes sense. Uh, the Haunts My Dream Award went to Counter-Strike Go for some reason. The Soul of Vitruvius Award went to Rise of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> the Whoa. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> the Whoa Dude 2.0 Award went to The Evil Within 2. And then Cuphead won both Best Soundtrack and Even Better Than I Expected Award. They didn't have a Game of the Year? They did not, from what I can tell here. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of weird that this year they have a game of the year if they didn't last year. Weird. It's, yeah, that is weird, but fun, so that's good. Yep. <clears throat> um. All right, next article here. Uh, the Steam, Steam links are being discontinued. I think they've come out and said they are not making any more of them. Okay. Um. Let's see. The supply of physical Steam Links hardware devices is sold out in Europe and almost sold out in U.S. Moving forward, Valve intends to continue supporting the existing Steam Link hardware as well as distribution of the software versions of Steam Link, which I believe is just on Android, if oh. I remember correctly. Gotcha. Because they got a, uh, it got it wasn't able to get on uh, iOS because they didn't want to like share a profit, right? Right. Um, available for many leading smartphones. I think because they didn't say iPhones there, that makes that says everything. Tablets and televisions, um, and then you can find out more about it. Uh, sure. I think it's pretty pretty odd. I'm just reading this first response on this reset error post. Neat little box for what it can do. Hopefully they release a new version with 4K support. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't think um, that's a thing. They were selling these things for $2 plus shipping, and I still have yours. Uh, and John's, right. and I'll bring it up this holiday. Gotcha. Um, I would have brought it up the last time I came up, but that was a weird weekend where I had more stuff going on in my mind, so I totally forgot. Yeah, sure. Um, but at so at the moment, I have three of those in my apartment. Uh, it's okay. Uh, it doesn't run great on wireless. Um, the way I have it set up is I have the Steam Link wired. And my desktop is wireless. It doesn't run great, but it runs like good enough for uh, slower games. Like Jackbox has been fine. Yeah. Um. Uh, hopefully, with my actually with my new like gigabit route uh, internet, that should run better. I haven't really tested it out though. I really like that. I you understand have three if, of them, and you have less than ten dollars worth of hardware. <laughs> yeah. Exa- exactly. Right. Although I'm pretty sure when I bought mine, it was twenty bucks. Oh man. Yeah. years ago sure yeah um i understand if you run them both wired it's a it runs really well so it's a cool device i'm surprised that never picked up but pour one out for the steam link i guess i guess yeah uh devil may cry see, sounds like it's getting a netflix show similar or in somehow connection with the people behind the castlevania uh, Netflix show. Same producer, right? Let me quickly look this up here. Yeah, so it says, um, an animated series adaptation of Capcom's popular video game franchise, Devil May Cry, is in the works. The series will be developed by Castlevania executive producer Adi Shankar. Right. Uh, executive producer. Okay. And then here's here's the weird, here's the really weird sentence. Um, this is, so Shankar in, in an exclusive interview with IGN's Jackie Jing 
also revealed that uh, his Devil May Cry series will join Castlevania in what we're now calling the Bootleg Multiverse. Okay. Which... Huh. Which I feel like there's two ways to read that. One, it's just a silly way of saying we're doing spinoffs with some of our stuff as TV shows. Sure. But But I feel like in 2018, and ever since we've had, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe, we've had stuff like that, using phrases like so close to like shared multiverse shared universe yeah it says something to the audience at this point you know what i mean sure like that is a loaded phrase now in 2018 yeah um i do think those two series could definitely overlap in some capacity like both thematically and tonally Mm -hmm. i think those go well those would go well together and that castlevania show is good yep it is. Did you ever get around to watching season two? I have a few more episodes, but yes. So that show, season two, I thought was pretty slow for the most part. Yeah. Episode seven is awesome. Is it? Yeah. Episode seven <clears throat> is when everything happens, and it's like, this is cool. So episode seven, get get excited about that. Yeah. I like the buildup, actually. That was one oh, of my biggest gripes with the first one is because it was only four episodes i didn't feel like they had enough of a build-up things just kind of started happening in the like end of the second episode and then the third and fourth and then it's over (laughs) it's like oh well uh, now i want more and now i'm getting more and i'm pretty stoked yep yeah yep uh also castlevania season two funnier than you would expect like there's some jokes in there that i would not have expected them to write like alucard and um trevor just like telling each other to eat shit and die literally like there is some funny writing in that show i I like it so uh i would be excited for a devil may cry series what about you sure i as long as it doesn't take away from like more castlevania in any way i guess make both of those at the same time guys do it up yep all right probably the biggest news um in uh from last week yeah uh this is a rumor but it's being i guess the website is therot i don't know how to pronounce that yeah me neither Um, from what i understand this website gets a lot of very accurate rumors about microsoft related products okay um they have put out a statement saying that they believe in 2019 microsoft is going to put out a diskless xbox one why do i feel like we were talking about this like a streaming box version of a console because we were we definitely were talking about streaming box stuff um remember assassin's creed odyssey yes was being run in chrome browsers uh developers are talking about streaming whatsoever that's not what this is that they haven't said one way or other again keep in mind this is this is a a good degree of rumor and speculation but an educated one Um, so this is not like a streaming box. It is just you can only use digital uh, versions of games. And I say that because Microsoft will even be looking into at participating retailers, you bringing in your disc copies of games and getting a digital version of it. Mm-hmm. Like some kind of trade system. Sure. Um, uh, a disc to digital program. That turns your physical games into digital downloads. The idea is that you can take your disc to a participating retailer like the Microsoft Store and trade in your disc for a digital download. Um, 
I'll just read this next chunk. The goal with this new console is to lower the price point for the hardware. Currently, it costs around $300 to buy, an X- to buy into the Xbox One family of devices. Microsoft is looking to lower that price by possibly as much as $100. The new console price point is expected to be $200 or less. Interesting. I don't know much about hardware sales. I would not expect think a disk drive costs $100 to put into a console, but I'm not the person to ask. I mean, yeah, um, I put one in my computer for five bucks. <laughs> like, sure. So, but yeah. I'm sure it's um, a different architecture. You would even, I would assume it would get smaller. Which yeah. That's always nice to have. Yeah. Um, uh, quieter because it doesn't have to read a disc. Uh, yep. Again, this is not an X version. This would be based off the S version. So they're really looking at like a kind of like a low version of this thing. Uh, I think I'm for it. I'm I'm at a point where I don't buy a lot of disc versions of games anymore. Anyway, I love downloading for the most part. Um, I would assume you're similar as someone who PC games a ton. Um, I would prefer a cheaper thing without a disc drive. Yes, that's a thing. Sure. If you had the option of disc drive, like, okay, what about this? Okay, it's an Xbox One S. It's three hundred dollars. What if it was only a fifty dollars savings? Um, I mean, if I'm going to buy an, I'm just guessing I'm going to buy an Xbox. Yeah, I'd rather just save the fifty bucks for sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're losing out on much, especially since honestly. like it looks like there's a USB drive there. I wonder, like, how long before somebody makes a hack where you could just have like an external drive hooked up into it if you really wanted one. Because it's you mean, like an external disk drive, you mean? Yeah, because like an Xbox okay. is just a computer running a, its own OS essentially. So I'm sure somebody yep. would hack that if not maybe. L- just maybe. plug and play work. So maybe I've had just like a pretty good time with being able to have all my games downloaded, like sure. not be, not having to carry disks around when I, I transport um, systems around is great. Sure, having to like swap the disk when I want to play it is so nice to just like go to my games tab, hit let's play this one. Um, so I don't think it's a, a huge deal. What I think is super interesting is this whole disc to digital uh, plan, because that's pretty crazy. We haven't seen anything similar to that, right? In like in like any media, I can't think of any media where you you get to do that, right? The like, closest I can think is like when you buy a an, a music album, they'll give you a digital download of it. Or when you buy a, a movie album, you'll get a digital download with it. Stuff like that. Because we barely even have that with books. Getting like a Kindle version with that. Right. Yeah. This is this is pretty close to that. Like, I would think one day in the future, if you buy a disc, you're gonna get a digital version with it. People are not gonna want the disc. Sure. This is um, the equivalent. I remember a long time ago, Will Smith of uh, Tested.com, not the actor. Uh, ripped his entire DVD library onto a few big hard drives and made like a sure. home yep. server, basically, that he could always just yep. access. This is the official version of that for games. So, Yep. Yep. Um, I think this is a cool move. I think it goes pretty hand-in-hand with Microsoft making some really interesting plays about mm-hmm. going forward. Um, it definitely gets me more interested in what the next xbox would look like compared to what the next playstation would look like because i just don't see sony out there making these kind of you know drastic changes and whatnot sure Uh, not that you know i'm i'm definitely interested in what the next playstation is i'm just more interested because this xbox has a lot going for it um 
Yeah. Also in this report, um, they're mentioning that they are looking into a slim model, an Xbox One S slim. Um, I think the idea of them put coming out with two kind of, I don't want to say budget, but like, budget. for lack of a better term, budget <laughs> consoles in one year. Yeah. Will just con- uh, confuse because at that point, if they come out with two new SKUs next year. We're looking at four different Xboxes on the marketplace. Yeah. Not even including storage space. Because you're going to have the regular S, the Slim S. Maybe the Slim S would replace the regular S. Uh, this weird discless one, and then the X. That's a lot. Yep. Um, but I'm definitely interested. Uh, I I could even see myself trading in some uh, disc games just to get the digital one. That would be kind of that would be kind of cool. Then I don't have to worry about it. Now that I have the one terabyte hard drive, um, installing games on there is not an issue. I do wish John was here for this discussion because I think he would be the opposing side. Oh, he definitely is. He wants physical games forever, mm-hmm. uh, and that's sure. I mean, yep. I'd like to hear. I think his sooner or later side. he's not going to be able to. And it's going because these things are just going to get closer and closer to a computer. I think if there's uh, physical media in the future, it has to be multiple things. It has to be like a flash drive with like a hundred games on it, like actual games that I've bought or something. Like I'd take like my flash drive or my chip for my PlayStation into the store. I say I want to buy this game. I give them money, and then they like install it on it, and then give it back to me or something like. There, I can't. I guess I. I can't see. I don't just, know. They don't. They don't do that for PC games. No, it's all just digital. Yeah. So like, why? Like, the PC was enough to be like, no, nah, we're okay. We're not worrying about whether or not you have good enough internet. We're just going to assume you do, and and you guys got to figure it out. It's only the console makers that are like, we got to keep discs around, used games, even though used games don't help the console makers. No. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Interesting stuff. It is weird. Uh, and last little bit, there's a, a series of Switch games that are getting cross-platform with PC and Xbox One. Um, three specifically, including Paladin, Smite, uh, and Realm Royale. Sure, the, mostly high, the caught, high-res games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this mostly just caught my eye because I remember when I played Paladins earlier this year, I was like, why can't I play this with my Xbox account? I don't want to start one like two separate accounts, yep. so I'm glad that this is happening. For sure. No PlayStation. Which how how is PlayStation still holding out? Yeah, it's weird. Like I feel like that wall has been knocked down, and they're still making it seem like that wall is still there. It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. All right, yep. uh, that is going to do it for the news. Let's move on to some questions. If people want to send questions in. It is topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's PO Box. I'll read this first one from, I'm, I'm going to pronounce this as Micaiah. Yep. Uh, question one. Mary Bank Hill, Nintendo, Sony, Xbox. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a serious question. Um, Mary, Nintendo, Bang, Sony, kill Xbox. Uh, this is hard. I was gonna say marry Sony, and then bang Xbox, but I don't want to kill Nintendo. Right. 
Who th- did you marry again? I think you got to marry Nintendo. Because if they have enough money to throw at the wall to try different gimmicky stuff, you know you're set for life. You're going to be taken care of. But here's 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 my thinking about it. Uh-huh. Is I feel like out of all three of these, Sony is just like the most like consistent and reliable. Yeah, but I don't trust Sony because they they don't let me see my friends. <laughs> That's true. They are like a, they're like a needy <laughs> ball and chain and. Uh, Man, Sony Games, you look good, but damn, do you lack substance after I'm done with you. <laughs> which one did you decide to kill? Xbox. I have a PC. I don't need Xbox. At the moment, I think I would change that. I guess I would marry Nintendo, bang Xbox, and kill Sony. Okay, fair enough. Question two. Sean works at GameSpot now, which is cool since I was a pretty active member there back at the beginning of this decade. Were any of you guys members there then... Uh, by chance yes i was a member i wasn't really active on the forums i've never really been active on kind of any forums i'm more just kind of would read them but as like a participant not so much wait the beginning of the decade so yeah he's saying like were you like actively going to GameSpot much at you know participating in the community there i mean probably not in the last 10 years no i wouldn't say that no. i know um i could say nathan was a big uh, GameSpot community person back in the day yeah uh i hung around GameSpot more before the gerstman gate garbage and then the giant yeah bomb no i definitely it. kind of moved exactly i moved over to giant bomb yeah. i just kind of followed gerstman for sure. the most part yeah yeah and third question related to the above we all know about john and something awful but were there any other forums you guys used to frequent back in the day yes um there's one that was Oh my god. It was a small community called Frag Blast, I think. And okay. I was also I have not heard of this. I was also part of uh Super Talks the community that I won't discuss on the podcast a long time ago. It had nothing to do with like gaming or anything. It was a forum part of a site that I don't want people to know about <laughs> because it's a okay. disgusting site. All right. Um I just kind of said this. I was never really a big forum guy. I enjoyed uh, kind of just reading them, um, but as I didn't really participate much. So, you know, just kind of a lurker on GameSpot, and then that moved to Giant Bomb. Uh, and then there was also NeoGAF. Uh, just kind oh, of right. lurking around there. Um, and then I guess, you know, kind of same capacity with Reset Era, since it's it's basically just the NeoGAF moved over. For anybody wondering, one of the, the forum I was talking about was called theforum.com, so if you know what that is, you know enough. <laughs> we can move on from I, there. I don't know, but okay. Yeah, that's fair. I can tell you off air if you want to know. Uh, Jason writes in and said, if you had to erase one major console, Nintendo... Wait, one major console. Okay. So Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, their first-party games and their impact on gaming, which one? Inversely, if you had to let an old company that previously fellow relevance stay relevant, which one? I don't think he's saying, like, like the NES. I think he's saying, like, one of the major three and all of their consoles. Sure. And there's no way you can do this to Nintendo. No. Yeah, I think that's just, like, I don't think you, you ask anyone this question, I don't think anyone would say Nintendo. No, because even when Nintendo puts out a bunch of shit I hate, they're still doing something interesting. So there's no. But reason. also, like, I feel like if you take away Nintendo, these other 
like platforms are going to get like majorly changed in some way. Like Nintendo was kind of their first and it, they made such a big impact on everyone. Like there's a reason you see here so many developers being like, "Yo, I just put out my first game and it's on a Nintendo platform and that means a lot to me." Sure. I mean, if we're just talking think- consoles, I've never cared that much about Xbox at all, so I easily get rid of Microsoft, but they do Windows, which is what I use to run my PC, so there's a weird thing going on that here. Is, that is weird, <laughs> yep, yep. Um, I would say if I'm looking at impact on gaming, I think Microsoft has had the least, and Probably. so I would get rid of, I would get rid of that. Uh... Yeah. If you asked me, if you asked me, like in this last year, I would probably oh, yeah, actually. I don't know. In this last year, Sony put out some pretty good stuff too. Yeah. Because I, I, I use my Xbox more than my PlayStation, but uh, I, I feel like Nintendo and Sony are are more key to the industry. Sure. And inversely, if you had to let an old company that previously fell out relevant stay relevant, which one? I want Sega back, man. I was a Sega kid growing up. I was just gonna say, what are our options besides Sega? Atari. Um, okay, who's picking that? <laughs> like, hopefully nobody. Uh, who else was big? Like, I don't think Panasonic should come back. I think their 3DO can stay where it belongs in the garbage. I feel like all these, all these uh, console manufacturers. It was so early in video games. It's like I have no attachment to these whatsoever, except for Sega. Like they made it for a while. Yeah. And then dropped off. So I feel like Sega is just like the easy answer here. Yep. And as a Sega kid, it's my answer either way. So. Okay. I think that's it. Nope. Jason has a second question. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay. Sean mentioned he listened to my brother, my brother, and me. I was wondering if he'd heard their thing- special Thanksgiving podcast. Yes, I listen to it each year. I'll, it's probably on my phone now that I think about it. Uh, for those who don't know, my brother, my brother and me, which is a comedy podcast, they put out a once a year episode for a podcast where they, along with the two guys from the Worst Idea of All Time podcast, uh, watch and review Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I didn't uh, even realize there was a second one of those. <laughs> Yes, wow. there is. Great. Um, so every year, those five guys watch that show, and they put out one episode where they talk about this this movie again. Um, and as the the concept of the show is that this show will happen every year, and once one of them dies, they have to replace that person with someone else, and this sh- this show will go on for all of time. And that's the idea behind it. This looks terrible. I'm looking at screen caps. You're talking about the movie, right? Yes. Oh, of course. I mean, it's Paul Blart. Kevin James is in it. He is, you're right. (laughs) Yep. Uh, VGC Kenny writes, Recently, I beat Spider-Man for the PS4. It was a good game, but I have one question about a gameplay mechanic. The game puts a lot of emphasis on using gadgets to take down enemies. Despite this, I barely used them and stuck with the traditional web shooter most of the time. The same thing happens in Kingdom Hearts birth by sleep where i don't use the d link system despite the push by the game to do so does ignoring a core part of the gameplay mean that the game is bad or poorly designed no it means it's well designed because it gave you options 
I think I yeah I agree with you. I think it's the opposite. I think it's well designed because you can play it how you wanted to, and it didn't like hamper you. Yeah, if it forced oh. you to use those gadgets, then it would have been bad design because they were too focused on trying to make you do this thing. But the fact that you could beat the game the way you want means it's actually a very good design, well designed game. Um, I think he did miss out on not using the gadgets in Spider Man because some of those are really great. But that's just me. And kind of they just make it easier. <laughs> like some of them make yeah, it. Yeah, but a there's lot like fun easier. ones like the wind one where it just like lifts people up. That's ridiculous. Or like the web bomb. Like a lot of those are really fun to use. Yeah. Uh, I have another question. Recently I got the Spyro Reignited trilogy. My roommate said that the ultimate reward should be a surprise remake of the fourth game, the notoriously bad Enter the Dragonfly, but make it good. This got me thinking, what games would you uh, want to see be remade as good games? All the bad games. <laughs> All the bad. That's, an, that's an easy answer. Yeah. Um, um, remade as good games. I guess the only way this would happen is it would have to be part of a series that there's a fan base for. Because if you remake a, a game that no one cares about, that's just a waste of money. Sure. And it's probably just going to be you're just like tweaking some things. Like I think of, um, Ocarina of time got remade and they yeah. fixed like the water dungeon or wind waker got remade and they fixed like some of the sailing and the quest searching near the end. So maybe, maybe we'll kind of narrow this down by, is there a way you would, you think a game should be remade with a, with a minor t- tweak? Hmm. One that comes to mind for myself briefly, um, of course, is Burnout Paradise. I know it did just get a remaster, but this remaster definitely felt like this is an old game. Games have kind of changed, at least racing games have changed and added things since Burnout Paradise, like a waypoint system, sure stuff stuff like that, fast travel. Like it was missing things that a lot of current uh, days uh, racing games have. Uh, so there's one thing. I don't want to know what I would do for the promise of a remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 with the original soundtrack and all the, like, things that they learned from doing that series and Underground into a new game. So, wait, do you just want all of, like, the new mechanics, just the old levels, basically, with the soundtrack? And, like, updated graphics and all that sort of thing, yeah. I wonder if that would, like, break some of those old levels because, like, being able to get off your board. Maybe. They were probably bad levels, frankly, but yeah, maybe. I don't know about that, man. Like, I have some real fond memories of that first Tony Hawk game. Yeah. School? Yep. Second, yeah, right? Second level. Yep, exactly. Uh, Mall was bad, though. All right. I really didn't like Mall. Sure. I was never a huge fan of the, uh, like, end point ones where you're going, yeah. you, like, you can't turn around. Um, but there was that there was that downhill one downhill jam or whatever. Well, no, uh, there, I was gonna say there was the one by, on the uh, on the dam that spawned an entire game that was downhill jam. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might. I don't know if you've watched any of the um, the new series on Giant Bomb where they're playing through like all the Tony Hawk games and like games that are related to it. No, <laughs> that might be up your alley. Uh, if I. I'm going to take this off for a second and say if there was a series I want to get the Spyro treatment where they just put those games out again, like new. Man, where's my Gex? Where's my Enter the Gecko? 
Is that what people do? People want that? No, but I do. <laughs> so that's. Okay. I thought you were gonna say the Tony Hawk games, and I was like, I could see Tony Hawk One, Two, Three remaster being a huge deal. Well, yeah, they should just do that in in general as well. I I do know that those have like apparently just are a landmine field of fucking rights management and royalties and stuff that especially the the songs. Yeah. So. Yep. Who knows? Yep. Rasterman Seven rounds us out by saying, "Quick question burst." Okay. Okay. Cool. Quick question burst. What's your take on music for studying, or rather, doing an activity that requires a considerable amount of focus? Do you think it can be useful, counterproductive, or just depends? So, using music as like for studying, just kind of block out, just to kind of like block out sound and stuff. I guess so. Yeah. Um, I used to do this with like electronic music. Yeah. Uh, uh but I'm, I'm trying to think cause last time I studied would have been like in college yeah. and I think most of the time I would spend my studying, it was more, I preferred like just absolute silence. Yeah. So I would go to like those specific floors of the library where it's like, this is a very quiet zone and I would work there. Those were kind of how I did it. Sure. Uh, um, so for studying, I'm with you, but activity that requires amount of focus, like I've been, I've done computer work and like looking at just like fucking website code and just like a bunch of monotonous crap that is just the worst. And I usually put it on like the Bastion soundtrack because I just love okay, having that sure. to kind of keep my spirits up with the monotony okay, yep. or like data entry jobs and stuff like that. I'll listen to some like something to keep my energy going a little bit right i guess it depends how much focus is required because uh i definitely have podcasts on a lot of the in the background when i'm working um but if i'm ever having like writing something or needing to read stuff i usually don't have like anything on for the most part actually i can have music on and that's and that's fine i can't do podcasts if i need to like if i'm like writing like a review or whatever um sure so i'm just gonna miss out on one of the two things and it's not gonna work very well i remember anytime i've done a review i would listen to the music from that game while doing the review to kind of get in the, a headspace uh okay. you've done a lot of video editing do you not usually yep. just put something like i couldn't listen to a podcast while doing video editing that seems like a way to go mad <laughs> it it depends what specifically i'm doing with the video because obviously video editing comes with audio editing and i can't have those going on at the same time right um but if it's just stuff where i'm like let's say like lining up shots or lining up text treatments and stuff like that i can definitely have a podcast on for that thing like there's a whole bunch of stuff with video editing and parts i can do with sound parts i need to be quiet because i need to listen to the assets or whatever sure okay um have you used it before how much did it influence the result? Do you have any recommendations? Okay, so we answered that first part. I guess this was all part of that same question. Um, recommendations. I recommend the Bastion soundtrack. It's so good for background music. Yeah, I don't really have like a go-to background music thing for the most part. It's just whatever I'm listening to these days. I'll just want to listen to that. Sure. Um, I said it earlier, though, the uh, Moonlighter soundtrack is real good. I'm sure that would probably be a good background soundtrack. Yeah, I really like the Mega Man X soundtrack done in, like, the rock format for OC Remix. I can't remember who put that album out, like, 
I think it's an OC Remix album. It's really good. Uh, per- oh, I just see that John's in the chat. Uh, he says, no one has the game rights to Tony Hawk right now, I believe. Activision lost the rights as they were re-releasing. As they were releasing Tony Hawk 5, that's why the game was such a rushed mess. Mm. All right. How's it going, John? You should be on the show. <laughs> we miss you. Uh, bonus. Oh, wait. There's more here. Personally, I find useful in situations. My head's about to explode. Uh, depending on the case, I put on lo-fi hip-hop, cafe, jazz, or vaporware. Yep. Okay. Bonus, one of those lists is video game music for studying. Have you ever tried putting the OST or part of it as background music while working on the sort? If so, do you have a preference or just pick whatever goes? I feel like I answered that for you already for video game music. I feel music. like that. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we kind of just answered that. Yeah. Ch- lo-fi beats that you can chill out and study to. Isn't that the, the new hip thing on YouTube? That is a channel I see streaming all the time. Not just one, all but like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, that'll do it for questions this week. If you want to send in questions for next week, it is topdownperspective at gmail.com. At TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the uh, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box are all the ways to do it. What is your game of the week? Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, hey John, you're in the chat. What's your game of the week? Um, my game of the week is going to go to. You have a few to pick from, and they're all yeah, quite gotta, good. So they're all quite good. Um, I'll give it to Hitman Two, which I I may have given that last week. I don't remember. Uh, housekeeping. After this, I was going to put up the poll, but I'm very tired, so I'm going to go to bed and put up the poll tomorrow uh, for the Patreon. So you can. Please come and vote on what you would like us to play through next month. If you are a $10 backer, you have until tomorrow morning-ish to uh, submit what game you want on the poll. John says his game of the week is Tetris Effect. Good to know. Uh, I think that's it. And next week will probably should be our uh, Quiet Man episode of TDP+. Plus afterwards so get excited for that i know i'm excited to talk about that game i have been dying to talk about that game (laughs) yeah all right but that'll do it thanks everyone and we'll see you later bye bye